Welcome back, everybody. Take a break with Steven. Steven Shane. Good to see you, my friend. How's it going? Wonderful. Every day. Every day is a beautiful day in sunny California. Yeah, I just want to uh, pay respects to uh, a, a former wizard colleague who, who passed away recently. Very, very sad. I, I, I posted on my Facebook page, uh, and this is actually important, is he was probably the most underrated person in all of comics. Mm -hmm. um, there wasn't a trivia contest he wouldn't win. There wasn't a question he couldn't answer. Um, Pat McCallum passed away. He was, without a doubt, the smartest person I've ever met in my whole life. He had a photographic memory. People would be like, oh, do you remember the first appearance of what? And he would know the issue number. He would know the page number. He would know everything about every issue, about everything. And he could, I bet you he could beat Mark Wade in a trivia contest. <laughs> he could beat anybody. Uh, there wasn't anybody who knew more about comics than Pat. He was very, very funny, like a Robin Williams kind of very quick, fast wit funny. Um, he told a very, after my dad had passed away in 2019, he told us a very, very funny story about my dad that we had never been told before, which was very, very nice. And that was kind of the last time we had heard from him. Uh, my brother as well. My brother tried to reach out to him a few times. Uh, very, very sad ending. Um, I think the industry people did pay a lot of respects to him. Yeah and had a lot of nice things to say about him. Um, but I don't think people really truly saw everything he could have and would have done. Uh, he was so brilliant. And I think he had so many good stories to tell uh, that sadly we'll never get to read. So yeah. I just wanted to talk about Pat for a little bit. Uh, Alex, I don't know that you came in contact with him, right? I, I never met him, uh, but you could see on like social and stuff of just how many people in the industry he touched and like where you know what he did with wizard and just like that was such a huge thing i mean the industry was wizard magazine for years and years yeah and pat was the sort of the voice mm -hmm. that funny that funny sarcastic voice uh for years so anyway i just wanted to mention that um all right so let's move on to our show this week what are we going to yes. talk about alex we're going to talk about some more Marvel. It seems like we're doing a lot of Marvel lately, and I think the MCU has a lot to do with it. Uh, but we're going to talk about Atuma. We're going to talk a little Hondo Anaka because, you know, the Star Wars never the hype train never ends. Hello, my very good friends. I am Hondo Onaka, and welcome to my completely legitimate shipping company, Onaka Transport Solution. Um, we're going to talk about protectors, again, Marvel stuff, and something that you probably have never heard of, uh, unless you're into gaming cards, MetaZoo. Yeah, a lot of, uh, a, a, a little bit of an eclectic mix. This very week, eclectic, Alex. very, very different. Yeah. I love it. I got, a lot, got a lot of stuff going on. All right, <laughs> what are we starting with, Alex, this week? Yeah, let's talk about Atuma, my favorite blue-skinned character. Yeah, so I think Atuma is going to be appearing in a film, right? Or I, I'm, I think so. I think he's supposed to be in. Oh, I can't think of it right now, but right, the, one of the so, next MCU movies. Yes, he, he right, is, one of the next MCU. Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So uh, these books are very, very old. Talk a little bit yeah. about the character and and uh, and Atuma. 
Yeah, I mean, Atuma is a is a Namor villain. He's one of the big Namor villains. Been around forever. Uh, you know, you know, the '60s at, at minimum. Uh, and you know, he is a he's a um, Atlantean who is kind of a nomadic warrior Atlantean. He's a little bit stronger, a little bit tougher than than the normal um, warriors or just uh, Atlantean folk. Uh, but I mean, as a as if you talk about Submariner and like his villains, this is Atuma is one of the biggest. I think there was a huge event about him. I think it was like Atlantis Attacks. I think Atuma was the villain in that. That was a huge multi-comic crossover. Right. So so the 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 ones that we really need to talk about, there's two issues that we need to talk about. Uh, first of is Fantastic Four, number 33 from December of 1964. Um, that's a very, very old issue, obviously. And that's yeah. the first appearance of Atuna, Submariner appearance and pinup, partial photo cover, Stan Lee story, yeah, Jack Kirby and... Chick Stone cover and art, right? Yeah. So they're Classic. The, the pops. Yeah, the pops are very deceptive on this because obviously the book is from 1964. I mean, it's uh, you know, uh, 58 years old at this point. Uh, there are six 9.8s. Can you imagine what those are? Uh, <laughs> 12 9.6s, 28 9.4s, uh, 21 9.2s, 43 9.0s, 60 80.5s. That book sold for about 800 to 850 dollars. In a seven point five, Alex. That's so crazy. that's one of those. Uh, yeah, that's one of those uh, uh, classic books. All right, and then the second tomb appearance that we need to look at is Submariner number four uh, from August of nineteen sixty eight. Uh, there are three nine point eights. There are seventeen nine point sixes, thirty nine point fours, thirty four nine point twos, thirty seven nine point zeros, and thirty one eight point five. So again, a very low pop, but the book is yeah. Again, it's 54 years old. It's about a $200 book in 8.0, 7.5, 8 uh, a Atuma appearance, Roy Thomas story, John Buscema and Frank Jacoya art with a John Buscema cover. So those are kind of the two Atuma books. I'm sure once we get closer to the film, you're going to start seeing covers, you know, some, some more, other. Yeah, more covers pop up. More, more newer series. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. What do we got next, Alex? Yeah. Yeah. My favorite um, rascal, uh, Hondo. Yeah, these books are climbing rapidly. Uh, the book is from 2018. It's only four years old. Why is Hondo going crazy, Alex? So this is a character that first appeared in the cartoons on the uh, the Clone Wars, and then he was a character in the Rebels cartoon series. And most recently, he is one of the animatronics in the Galaxy's Edge uh, Millennium Falcon ride, which means this is a character that is going to be around for a, a little bit longer um, with, with the, you know, Ahsoka show, which is, which is essentially uh, your, your rebels cartoon um, sequel TV show. Um, pl I plan on, you plan on seeing this character uh, again. I, I think he's going to show up in live action. Um, but again, it, he's an animatronic in, in Disneyland. He's not going anywhere. Literally. Is, is that, is bolted that to the ground? Why are these books so expensive? I, you know, fan favorite character, um, maybe people thinking that he's going to show up in one of the TV shows, which would skyrocket the books. Got it. Got it. Okay. So first appearance, Star Wars Adventures number seven, uh, February of 2018. Uh, Sean Galloway did cover A. There are 53 9.8. That's about a 200 to $225 book. Sholly Fish and Paul uh, Cirilli stories, Sean Galloway and Philip Murphy art uh, with a Sean Galloway cover. Cover B was by Jamal Peppers. There are 19 9.8s, and that's also about a 200 to $225 book. And then cover C is the Derek Laufman variant cover, 
32 9.8s and one just sold for 1200 bucks out uh, that's that's a pretty good one yep <laughs> and one in 10 is not like a crazy ratio it's no like it's a one in a 50 or one in a hundred hard to find extremely yeah, yeah. all right alex pick of the week what do you got for us alex So I uh, hit a couple shows last weekend and uh, walking around the floor, always looking for weird stuff to buy because I don't have enough hobbies. Um, And I talked to one of the dealers that I'm friends with, uh, Brian, and he had a bunch of Panini sticker books. Now, Panini makes cards. They make really great sports cards, which are super high end and everybody loves them. But one of the original things that I know Panini from was the sticker albums which was, uh, you know, you'd buy an al- paper album that had squares in it and you would buy sticker packs and you would yep. take the stickers, you put them in the book and it would complete the book. 100%. They're great. Everybody, I mean, if you're a baby from the 80s, you definitely remember when there was one for everything. Um, mm-hmm. What this guy had, which is interesting, he found some cases of it. And Panini is, is not an American company. It's an Italian company. But he found uh, some cases and some back stock from the 80s and 90s of uh panini sticker out and stickers and albums that were never made here so like there's a police academy cartoon one um there was uh i think there was like a transformer one that wasn't the one that we had here was different um and it's just interesting so i started looking them up and you know this is something that is a fun collectible you know vintage collectible if you're into you know nostalgia because you know the sticker packs people would go and rip them apart put the stickers on them you know you don't find complete boxes and albums uh anymore and now that they're now now that i started looking them up and like the police academy album in a box of cards that's 150 dollars. that's more than what they cost back then when they came out this is definitely a vintage thing that is, is heating up and so which you know, one did you buy which one i haven't buy? bought it no i i put stuff on hold i said i when i come back for c2 i didn't have enough room in my luggage but i said for oh, c2 when i come back he's gonna bring me a couple boxes <laughs> got it got it okay got it got it all right very very cool all right so what do we got next alex Let's talk protectors, uh, a Marvel yeah. super team you've probably never heard of. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the prices; they're crazy. Yes. yes. Uh, what is going on with the protectors? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I think, I think first, first, anything that is a totally awesome Hulk or anything that is that um, that type of the 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 kid Hulk, uh, any all, all that stuff is grab it. All the totally awesome. Amadeus Hulk, Ch- uh, show. Ch- Anything in Amadeus Cho, <clears throat> excuse me, I would grab. Like the, these are these are heating up. Um, the Protectors is a super team uh, made up of like Jimmy Woo, Miss um, Marvel, Silk, Shang Chi. Uh, they were in a totally awesome Hulk. They met in you know they were doing like a um, it was like a like a like a like a meet and greet type thing in Manhattan. Of course, somebody attacks and these these heroes are there. They get together. They save the day. And they decided they, you know, were a good team and a good fit and they all like each other. So Jimmy Wu is like, oh, let's make a team. We'll call ourselves the protectors. Um, we've already seen Shang-Chi. We know Jimmy Wu and we know Miss Marvel's in the MCU. And we're pretty sure Silk or some type of Spider-Woman is going to be coming out soon as well. I mean, this is a book. If this if this becomes a super team, this book is going to fly off the show. So, I mean, it's already it's already it's already it's already in. hot. Yeah, it's going to get it's already baked in. OK. So, so totally awesome Hulk number one, number fifteen. Yep. Uh, which is a Stonehouse cover, uh, March of twenty seventeen. There are fifty one nine point eights. That's about one hundred twenty dollars. Then there's the Giuseppe Camincoli story thus far variant, 
there are five 9.8s. That's about a $300 book. It's $55 raw, Ooh. raw. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I bet you can pick these books up at shows. I, I bet I, you I not think, everybody. I think stores have these in their boxes. Yeah. Yep. Totally. All yep. right. Uh, Mukesh Singh, one in 15 variant cover, 28 9.8. That's about a $725 book, $375 raw. Mm. Uh, that seems to be the most popular cover of all. Uh, the Rich Buckler, one in 25 variant cover, uh, there's only two 9.8s. Uh, those are about $70 raw. Uh, there's the pop is very, very low, but uh, the Mukesh Singh cover is way, way, way hotter and that's way crazy. more expensive, yeah. even though it's one in 15. So that's something to, uh, to take a look at. All right. What are we closing up with tonight, Alex? Uh, your favorite uh, TCG, uh, MetaZoo. Yeah. So by the way, the trading cards on the MetaZoo boxes yes. are on fire. They're cr- out of this world. Yes. So it just caught me recently these comics and they were produced by metazoo games like i don't even know how you got these i think they're just promotional books like, i mean they're not they're not a lot of this everything from metazoo and the cryptid cryptid nation stuff the earlier no matter what it is is just extremely rare the cards the promo packs right. the comics i mean this stuff was just all promo stuff it's all stuff that you know to point towards the impossible yeah. Impossible to find. Okay. Yeah. So MetaZoo, Cryptid Nation number one, uh, 2021 is the date. There's only 12 9.8s. They sell for $1,300 to $1,500, Alex. It's crazy. $1,300 to $1,500 for 9.8s. Uh, only 1,000 made. Michael Waddell story, Pancho Alvarez cover. Then there was a second print, zero pop, $35 to $40 raw, but it's limited to 5,000. So obviously the first print is uh, it was, it was 20% uh, yeah. the rare. So I don't even know where you'd find these MetaZoo books. I, I had a very, very difficult time, like even trying to track them down anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I have no idea where you're going to find these books, but yeah, um, they're it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, these, these are like, uh, this was a, a, an independent card game, you know, a la Pokemon with characters that are like, you know, Moth, the Mothman or, or, um, uh, you know, Bigfoot, you know, fake, fake creatures that we have. And it's just, it is very popular and very hard to find anything from the original series. Yeah. And, and by the way, um, do, I mean, what is MetaZoo? I mean, do you know anything about the game? It's, or it's not like, really? Yeah. It's just like, it's kind of like Pokemon. I mean, you have these characters where oh, okay. you would have like, I have a Bigfoot card, you have a Mothman card and their attacks, you know, kind of work together with other cards to got either it. beat you or lose. It, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. That wraps up another episode. Thank you guys for joining us this week. If you have any questions and comments please leave it in the field below we thank you for joining us and we'll see everybody next week same bad time same bad channel